Hey, we're so glad you decided to hang out with us today on the Better Together podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Tony. And we are excited about our guest today, evangelist Richard Meredith and his lovely wife, Carol. Man, we're so glad you guys are here. Finally, we're together. Yay. Before we get started, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. Evangelist Richard K. Meredith and his wife, Carol, have been blessed by the Lord to reach hundreds of thousands with the good news of Jesus Christ on four continents and have seen tens of thousands saved and healed by the Lord at their crusades through Harvest Ministries, which is the ministry they founded. They have served the Lord for 30 years in full-time ministry. In addition to Harvest Ministries, they founded Harvest Church in Pennsylvania, where they served as senior pastors for three years and have also lived on the mission field in Uganda with their family. God has used Richard in so many ways, including traveling to various nations, planting seven churches in Uganda, Ukraine, and Russia. He's had the privilege of working with government officials in Uganda, being strategically placed to help and lead medical personnel to treat thousands of Ugandans free of charge, as well as addressing their ministry through a ministry or their military (laughs) through a ministry of Campus Crusades for Christ. And God has used Carol everywhere they go to minister to the children. The heart of the Merediths is to reach men, women, and children with the good news of Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins. They have three adult children and five beautiful grandchildren. Wow. It's wow. amazing what God will do through you if you just give him your yes. Yes. Uh, you guys have uh, definitely give him, given him your yes. And um, you guys survived. Welcome to post-COVID <laughs> yes. COVID season. God and, uh, is good. We're standing on his word. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, again, it's just so uh, so good to have you here with us. And um, we've, we've made your acquaintance. We've been friends with you guys for a few years now. Mm-hmm. And um, we just love every time we get together with you guys, we feel like we walk away being, you know, being enriched because of being with you guys, being enriched. Get it? Uh-huh. Uh, Thank you. But hey, we want to just ask you a few uh, questions uh, just to break the ice and to let people know a little bit about you. And we start off these three questions with all of our guests. So, um, Brother Rich, I'd like to just ask you right now, um, leaders are readers and readers are leaders. What book are you guys reading? And, and, and it, can Carol, be different. Well, it can be different, but what book are you reading right now, Rich? Well, I am a person who consistently, constantly reads the Word of God. That is my, that's where I spend all of my time, in the Word of God. And, okay. Uh, but right now, I just finished a book on marriage, even though we've been married 40 years, uh, just always trying to enrich it. But if you, I can't remember the title. Yes, and I, I love to read. Yeah. Reading is my passion. I read, like, all of Mark Batterson's books. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I'm currently reading um, From the Field, mm. and it's a really good book on missionaries who were out on the field and wrote all their testimonies, Don. Oh, and neat. it's so faith-building on people being healed, people being saved, people being delivered, um, protection for the missionaries. It's a really, really good book. We just read two Mark Batterson books. One was... Um, Grave Robber. Grave Robber. Uh, that's the one we just finished, but the one prior to it, um, Circle Maker, uh, mm-hmm. we took our we took some small groups through that. It was a powerful, powerful yes. book. Yeah, yes. books. I have a question okay. kind of off yes. the questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite missionary of old that you think they inspired you or love, just love their story? Like I love Hudson Taylor read his story every year. I would have to say for me, it's Reinhard Bonnke. Wow. Yeah. I got a chance to go with his son-in-law mm-hmm. on the very first crusade I was a part of in 1992 and 
saw people saved and healed. I was a pastor at that point, and uh, I've learned that style of evangelism. And from that point on, I've uh, been doing crusades. Wow. Wow, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Reinhard Bonnke. And then um, to hear of his recent passing, uh, and I, I was just telling uh, some of my friends here at the church, you know, can you imagine the line, the receiving line just to say thank mm. you uh, to him is going to be just outrageous uh, and out, out, just an, an, a long line. Yes. But um, What about Carol? Do you have one? I do. Um, George Mueller. Yes. Um, yeah, how he fed the children and he just lived by faith. And it's so encouraging for us as missionaries that somebody like of old that I could just go back and, and read or listen to what he had said and and how God worked, the Holy Spirit worked in their lives and how he just trusted God by faith. I mean, he was a plumber yeah. and, you know, and in a shoe salesman. And he, he just like, you know, he went on to you know, opening orphanages. And of course, that's my passion, yeah. the children. And so, um, yeah, he's very, he was very encouraging to me. He was actually a huge supporter of Hudson Taylor's ministry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. George Mueller. Yep. It's amazing what, Ordinary people, what God will do with ordinary people yes. when we give him our, our yes. Yeah. And um, so uh, question number two, uh, Tony likes to ask this one. What is your go-to comfort food? Go ahead, Carol. Oh, I'm Italian. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> sauce, anything with sauce. You could put sauce on potato chips. And uh. I love, I love anything with sauce. Have, you probably have a good sauce recipe. Um, well, actually, everyone's different. Everybody says that. You just like you taste as you go. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yes. Have you ever used canned sauce? Um, I have to say in a pinch I did, but not just the can. I mixed it with something <laughs> you, else. You doctored yeah. it up. I you doctored, doctored it, it up. up. That's yes. cool. Yes. That's cool. How about you, bro? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Hey! <laughs> God's chicken sandwich. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you've got to have sweet tea to wash it down. Yeah, well, that's yeah. for right. sure. Right. That's for sure. Um, if there was one thing that you couldn't live without, what would it be? For me, it's Jesus. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Number one. Can't have anything else in no. front of that. Can't yeah. make it without him. No. Yeah. And for me, um, obviously, Jesus, yeah. the Holy Spirit, but my grandchildren. Oh. Oh, they yeah. are just, in, in the children in children's church, they just build me up. I mean, kids yeah. are just amazing. They're just amazing. Yeah. One of the things that we've we've uh, we've personally struggled with throughout this whole separation season through the COVID-19 period where we were just not, you know, everybody was hunkered down at home. We just are very personal people. You know, we want to be personable. We want to be around people and we want to be around our family. And it was hard because um, her mom and dad live up north a little bit from us. And um, they they just made a, a decision. Look, we're not coming out. And um, you got to respect that. But at yeah, the same yes. time, you just, you miss you people, miss them. you know. And right. so that's, I can't imagine living without family members like that. Yeah, that's, we were made to yes. connect. Yes, yeah. so we had yes. my son, our son, he had to postpone his wedding. Oh. You know, oh. There was graduations. There was, there, all these things had to be postponed and it made it really, really hard. Yeah, yeah. it sure does. Um, we talked a little bit about that last night at uh, on our victory night, our online victory night service. Um, you know, we go through we go through seasons. Every season is going to change, yes. and God changes the seasons. But seasons all have a start, and they all have an end. And Thank this God. one's coming to an end. Hallelujah! And, uh, we are looking forward to the next season. But what yes. we do in each season just simply prepares us for the next season, depending upon how you choose to to look at that, how you choose to um, respond to it. 
And um, so we'll, maybe we'll get into a little bit about that today, but um, we just want to thank everyone for uh, hanging out with us today for just a few moments. There's uh, a bunch of stuff that we want to ask you guys, um, and I know this, there's no way that we're going to cover it in 30 minutes, so we may have to have you guys back. Yep. We'd um, love to be back. Yes, that would be great. But um, uh, let, let's just talk about this for a minute. This, uh, this season uh, has been a different one uh, for you. Um, we're sure with being unable to travel due to COVID-19, um, I think you had a, a scheduled trip over to uh, Uganda. Yes. Um, where are you uh, currently holding crusades and when and where is your next trip? I've seen, I, for those of us who've caught a few of your crusades online, <laughs> yeah. but um, tell us a little bit about when your next trip is and uh, what, what do you got planned? Well, we're hoping to go back to Uganda in September. And in Kenya. So we're going to do two crusades on the same trip. And that's if this COVID thing lifts, because right now they're in a complete lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, if not, then we're going to go in January. Okay. okay. And then we've got an invitation t- after that for April for India. Oh, wow. So right now, again, they're in lockdown. So we're just praying these through and hoping we'll get to the either one of those places as quick as possible. Yeah. Yeah. What have you found has been, um, you, if you're like us, yes. um, you can't contain the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-mm. You know, you're finding somebody, you're finding an avenue. Yes. And um, I've, I've been blessed to catch a few of your preaching uh, sessions and your messages on Facebook Live. Um, but what else, what have you guys been doing to just kind of scratch that itch of, I've got to talk to somebody about Jesus? Yes. Yeah, it, it's been really hard. I know that, um, you know, talking through a mask at the grocery store, you know, mm-hmm. and then I, I went to the grocery store one day and I was starting to plant the seed there and here the cashier, she was already born again. Oh. And, I, and I come home and I'm like, I was happy but sad. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. But that's, I'm a one-on-one evangelist. I yeah. love one-on-one. So it has been really hard for us. Um, but we have been able to send money abroad for... Um, the people that we minister to in Uganda um, to feed the children and to feed the neighbors because whenever they cook, they cook outside. So if you're cooking outside, they're going to see your food. And so... You, I mean, it's almost like you would have to share, even if you were like trying to conserve, yeah. you yeah. know, so, but we have been able to do that. And um, we are blessed in this country, believe me, yeah. being in another country, they're on lockdown too. And we don't, they don't, like their food supply and everything, it's just so much harder than here. So yeah. we've been able to do stuff like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what has lockdown look like? Have you talked to your contacts? Like what is God doing or through the church over there? What are you hearing of what's happening over there? Yeah, they're in a complete lockdown like we are. Only they're not allowed to travel on the road. They're they're restricted. The only way they can go uh, move about there right now, say, for instance, we've sent money to Uganda for them to get to the town where the money is. They have to hire a police vehicle, an ambulance, or a military vehicle to take them. They're not allowed to drive in a regular car. They're a complete lockdown. Wow. And uh, because, you know, there's no way they have the kind of medical things we have. But the wonderful thing is we've sent money to our organizer over there, and he was cooking food in his village. Now, he has a school, 350 kids. He has 18 kids living at his house right now. Wow. And we're providing for the teachers because the teachers there live he provides houses for the teachers. So we're feeding all those kids. And he was outside cooking. His neighbors knew he had food, so he made food and gave it to all the Aww. neighbors. And a lot of those people were Muslims. People weren't saved. And they said, we want to know, how can we be saved? If this wow. is the way you are as Christians, we want to be saved. So it's really providing. by providing that food, 
It has touched hearts. And then the local authorities came to him and they said, look, Michael, we know you're taking care of 350 kids. Can we give you some corn to, to make bread and things? And he said, no, I've already been provided for by God. And he said, no, that I've been able to share with my neighbors. And so it was a great testimony, not only to uh, his local neighbors, but also to the the people that would give from the government to help him. Wow. This made a great testimony. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. also uh, listened to your podcasts and uh -huh. things and so, um, and your teachings, and we passed them on to people like, you know, that I felt that needed to hear that specific teaching or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've been working with each other yeah. to get the word out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know this, um, as a, an, an elder of Victory Christian Center, I sit on the elder board and, um, we, we, you guys just need to know, um, your trip, this, the last trip that you went on that you took, uh, Jerry Thompson, elder Jerry Thompson, elder Tim Maris and Bishop, uh, David Thomas, our, our Bishop, our dad, our yes. spiritual father, um, has impacted us. We sit in these elder meetings and, uh, elder Tim, is a strong Greek man. Like I'm, you know, I'm yes. Greek. Yes. And all of a sudden, um, the Holy ghost will come on elder Tim and he'll just begin to weep mm. and tell the stories of the trip that he took with you guys. So when oh. and we, we sit in these meetings and it becomes a no brainer. Like, well, uh, we're voting on whether or not we're going to do this for the, the emeritus or, and then the tears just come, the anointing comes and it's a real legitimate need that you guys are meeting uh, and God is using you tremendously and uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm just so thankful to have this time with you and I want to share this with our listeners God can use you yes. God will use you if mm -hmm. you'll simply say God here I am yeah. yes. use me Be available. and yes. I feel like that is probably the biggest part of your testimony God I'm going to stop doing it my way here I am however you want to do it yeah exactly and, and God can use you no matter what the season looks like he was using you to provide for them which preached the gospel and got yes. Muslims saved yes right in the middle of COVID-19 yes. when you couldn't physically leave the country and I yes. think the church yes. too often looks at what it can't yeah. do Come instead on. of finding a way to do something no matter what season they're in. Yes. yes, yes. God's always moving. The word of God says that, you know, today is a day of the harvest. Yeah. Not four more months. It's today. Yeah. And so it's ripe for harvest. So God is he's the one that does it anyways. He uses us and um through this I know that a lot it was very encouraging. Like Timothy um did the work of an evangelist. A lot of people um, like Paul, when he was in prison, he says, I am, I'm glad because everybody outside of the prison is now sharing their faith. Yeah. And to, to a missionary, that's awesome. And I've seen people do that. And I'm like, wow, this is great. So it we're is. like, we're kind of standing back and it's kind of hard, but we're watching all these people share the gospel and people are getting saved. And it's, it's, it's encouraging. Wow. Yeah. I think, um, five years ago, uh, this phrase just became a big part of our lives. The church has got to leave the building. Yes. And uh, even as you drive out here, the driveway, you'll see the sign and it yes. just encourages people. The church, church must leave the building. And we get discouraged because sometimes as as pastors, we, we're like, man, this is where the ministry is happening. No, the yeah. ministry is not happening here in the four walls. Yes, there's, an, uh, it's there's a both and. It's a both and. Sure. A percentage of it does. But right now, Tony and I have talked about how incredible this season is. So many people cursing this season. Um, but I'm blessing this season That's because right. what we're seeing 
is man gets no glory for anything. Mm. Yes. God gets all the glory for the yes. si- for the yes. things that's happening, yes. and it's beautiful. Mm. It's Amen. just beautiful. It is beautiful. But um, so thirty years of ministry in itself, uh, it's quite the accomplishment you guys have done. And uh, thanks, God, thanks be to God. But so yes. many walk away from uh, the ministry before that. What key things or principles have helped you both in your years of ministry? Girl, you want to answer it first? Um, well, for me, I take every word captive and make it obedient to the truth. Mm. The word of God is my spiritual food. Yeah. And so I feed off of that. I strengthen myself like David did. He strengthened himself in the Lord. Um, we, we keep things on the natural side. We keep things simple. Um, um, everything is simple um, that we do that, you know, we don't complicate things. Because sometimes you could complicate things That's in ministry. Um, also, um, we've um, kept out of debt. Um, well, that's you know, real we, good. That, you know, you can't minister. Um, you need money to minister. Yeah. And yeah. so you always need to stay out of debt. And so we, uh, we've we been able to do that. God has helped us and gave us wisdom with that. Um, we've sold homes and stuff like that and properties. And he's, he's, he's helped us with all of that. I mean, God has done it so many different ways. And so we don't even have time for that. But, um, yeah, so anyways, um, just being just staying close to the word because life could be discouraging. Um, just being with people that will lift you up. Um, and um, Rich is one of them. Like, mm. If I get down, he lifts me up. And he rarely gets it. down. But <laughs> if he gets down, I lift him up. Oh, and so gosh. we've stayed really close together. Um, and you never let the sun go down on your wrath. Amen. And yes. so, <laughs> yes. and so um, yeah, just be, keep a close relationship with the Lord. And, you know, um, the first verse that was ever given to me was, um, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Oh, you know, so the righteous cool. will live by faith. And so we need to, it's our food. We just yeah. need to live by faith, and God is God. And I think the baptism of the Holy Spirit really helped me. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, these aren't my words. This is God's words. Yeah. And so praying in the Spirit, praying about everything, seeking God out for every decision. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the most incredible, practical three minutes that I think <laughs> I've ever heard from a, uh, from an evangelist, from a minister. That yes. was just so good. Like we take so many of that, those things, we know yes. this and yeah. yet we think, Oh yeah, I know that. But it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Like this is exactly why you guys have stayed yes. the course. Yes. How about you, yes. brother Rich? I don't I have to say that the key of my life and serving the Lord has been just I'm 100% committed. Oh, come yeah. on, come on. 100% in. As soon as I gave my life to Jesus, I said, Lord, it's all. Mm. You have me all. I said, I don't want to live anymore. I want to live for you. And uh, doing that, and I've, I've always taken his word at complete value. What I read in God's word, when I read it, I believe it, and I act on it. Come on now. When I'm praying for the sick, I never say, if it be thy will. I say, in the name of Jesus, I command you to be healed, and I believe it. There's not a question in my heart or mind when I pray or when I preach the gospel. I'm 100% convinced that God has sent me, and because of that, I have 100% confidence in what I'm doing. I fear not when I'm out of the country. I've been in some difficult places, uh, hard places. Where they've up in the Congo, they put guards around me, police around me, because people tried to get through to get to me. Mm. Um, and but I have complete peace because I know I'm in the middle of God's will. Yeah. 
Um, I just want to ask this question yes. because you don't get to that point. You don't get to that point without having abided with Jesus. Yes. You don't get to that point mm. where, Lord, I, I've traced every word that you've spoken and that you've written. I trace it back to the mouth that spoke it. You don't get to that place without having spent some time with our master and with our savior. What's one of the keys that you could say, like, is there, do you pray six hours a day? Do you, <laughs> I mean, do you pray three hours in the morning? What do you, what is that, 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 how do you fill yourself up in the morning? I would have to say the key of my life, if it was to be anything, would be my time, my personal time with the Lord. Mm. I spend at least an hour in prayer every day because I need it. Yeah. And, and, I, and I lift everything up to God. I don't miss anything. And uh, then it's my time of reading. I spend at least about an hour reading every day. And I'm always yeah. reading through the Old Testament, Proverbs or Psalms. And then I get into the New Testament and I work my way through. So I'm constantly reading through the Bible. So I would have to say it's just my constant. It's a relationship. It's it what you do in private is who you are when you get out in the public. Yeah. You know, you have to have that relationship. Yeah. That's beautiful. We just said that. Go ahead, babe. I love how you said he's all. He's and all. I give him my all. Because you hear this a lot in the church. Yeah. People say, God is a huge part mm. of my life. My God. And you think you're saying something really, really good. It sounds churchy. Where it does sound yeah. very churchy. <laughs> but if he's not all, yes. then he's not enough yet. Yes. And you don't have to be a minister, occupational minister, full-time minister for yes. Jesus to be all. all. Right. You can be a teacher and have Jesus be right. all. And then everything that you do wraps around him instead of trying to conveniently squeeze him in your life where he fits. Yeah. Yes. I just love that all. I yeah. love that yes. all. I think there's a message brewing Right now, yes. <laughs> have you given him your all? Amen. Have Is you given him your whole heart? Have yes. you? Oh, right. Geez, let's just pray in tongues. For <laughs> yeah. yeah, will you deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him? It, the denial part. I mean, you're not yourself anymore. You've been bought with a price. You know, when I think of you guys, especially when you just said that, um, I think of that scripture in Revelation that says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony, and yes. they did not love their lives unto death. Yes. yes. I think that um, you've got to get to a point where you've become so fully persuaded yeah, that right. what his word says is so much more important. My, Jesus, here's my all. Yes. I'll get, I'll follow you even as Peter said, and as the boys said, as the the, th the sons of thunder said, we'll follow you. We'll drink the same cup. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And that yeah. comes through broken, brokenness and trials. Yeah, like look at Peter before he was yeah. baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you know, he's denying Christ. Look at him afterwards. Oh, oh thousands yeah. are getting saved. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know? Yeah. And, and and there's there's I mean that's a perfect example in the Word of how God can just take your life and make something of it. Yeah, yeah. and people say all the time, "I would die for him," but they won't even speak for him, or they won't even go to church for him. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> so there's a, a difference between him being a huge part and him being your all. Oh, I'm going to walk away from uh, this podcast with that word just burned into my mind. He has my all. He's yes. become my all. I mean, when, when Paul said, um, uh, all of my provisions have been provided for according to his riches and glory. Yes. He's yeah. given us all. Yes. yes. It's he's Jesus gave all that he had for yes. us. Um, it's the least that I could do to give him all. Yeah. And when you give him all, you get all. Yes. Yes. And uh, 
Good I, I just read a quote and I'm trying to remember what it was, but it, it was along the lines of you don't get to see his all until you boldly do. Yes. Yeah. And your work, I mean, you're a true evangelist. Yeah. Signs, wonders, and miracles follow your work. Yes. And so we just wondered if you could just share a few of those testimonies with us. And this is kind of part of the fruit of the okay. all. Yeah. Well, I would have to say a couple of testimonies that some of them just amazed me. One in particular, I can think off the top of my head. I was preaching in Columbia. There was about 5,000 people there. I was praying for the sick. People were giving healing testimonies. And out in the crowd at the very back, about 20 men just started jumping and screaming. So I said to the interpreter, ask these guys to come up. The crowd parted. They came to the front. I said, tell us, what, what has God done? And they said, do you see our friend's face? I said, I see it. And he had been shot with a shotgun. Um, and his face looked like hamburger. He had been healed about a year. They said, do you see his left eye? I said, I see it. They said, when he came, he didn't have a left eye. Wow. I was so overwhelmed that this man had received a new eye. I didn't even bring him up on the stage. I was just stunned and shocked. And then they just started jumping and screaming. Uh, it's just an amazing thing to Jesus. be there. To see wow, this. that creative miracle. It was. Wow. I just had this thought, like, <laughs> can you imagine? That's what it had to have been like when... Jesus was in the house, mm-hmm. and they let down the the uh, the, the paralytic into the ver- right through the roof, and yes. he got up and walked. That's how that must have felt. Yes. Tell us more. Yes. Well, um, I can remember uh, being. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was in Colombia, and I never get off the stage to pray for the sick. So I tell the people, look, I feel God wants me to get off the stage. We've got about 7,000 people. I said, line up. Those who believe God can heal you, I want you to line up. So I have two lines in front of me. People are, I'm crossing between the lines. First thing I say to them, what do you want God to do? They tell me. I said, you believe God can do it? They say, yes. I pray for them, command them to be healed. And a guy comes up to me. He's about 55. I guess I'm about 35 at this point. I said, what do you want God to do? He says, I want him to heal my son. I said, do you believe he can do it? He said, yes. Right then, God says to me, take what you have in your pocket out. Give it to this man and have him take it home and play it on his son. So I closed my eyes. I said, Lord, I don't carry anything. I'm having this conversation with the Lord. My interpreter puts his hands on my shoulder. He says, Rich, what are you doing? I said, God's asking me to do something. He says, well, just do it. I reached into my pants. I had a piece of purple toilet paper from the bathroom. I said, oh, no, 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 no toilet paper. And so I said to the man, I I said, open your eyes. He had his eyes closed. I said, you believe God can do it? He says, I believe it. I said, I'm going to pray over this. I want you to lay it on your son. And the next day, I want you to take him to the doctor and have him tested. Put it in his hand, prayed, commanded his son to be healed. The next day, we're doing the crusade. We're having healing testimonies. There are about 7,000 people there. This man, his son, who was 16 years old, I thought when he said son, he was just a young boy. I just didn't get it. And uh, there's another man with him dressed in a nice suit. They said, can we come up? I said, yes. The man in the suit said, can I have the microphone? I said, yes. He said, well, I want you to know I'm a doctor, and I'm not one of you people, but I want you to know what God has done. He said, this man came in this morning, demanded that I take his son's blood. I took it, but he says, I told him two days ago, there's no more I can do for your son. He says, I'm here to tell you this boy had leukemia. He said, it's gone. Wow. Oh, my Jesus. goodness. I didn't even know what it was. I said to my interpreter behind the backs of these two men, I said, what is leukemia? It's rich. It's cancer of the blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, some of the things I have seen God do have just been incredible. Yes. Wow. 
you know, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and mm -hmm. hearing comes by the word of God. Yes, yes. yes. So there's no difference. There, the same power that was in the event of the resurrection is in the power of the telling of the gospel and what yes. Jesus did. This is the power of God unto salvation. And so I'm just praying that people would listen to this and yes. allow that the testimony of Jesus would be the spirit of prophecy. Revelation 19.10 says that it would just cause faith to rise up on yes. the other side of them and that would say if god could do it for that young boy with mm. leukemia yes. 16 years old he can do it for me yes. if god can restore and create another another eye he can do it for me yes come on give us one more one more i was preaching in um uruguay and um, preaching and praying for the sick and i see a woman in a blue dress she's got a lung problem so i say to my interpreter there's a woman here with a blue dress tell her to come up here god's going to heal her lungs my interpreter's looking at me, he said, a blue dress? I said, just do it. Call her up. And he said, here comes this woman with her husband. She was about 27. She came up, and I said, you have a lung problem? She said, yes. It's severe. I said, God's going to heal you. So I prayed for her. She put an uh, inhaler up on the stage. Three days later, they come back. Her husband said, I want to testify the fact that my wife has such a serious problem with her lungs that she could suffocate if she doesn't have that inhaler. He said, for the last three days, my wife has had absolutely no problem, and it's a daily event for us. Praise God. Wow. Just an amazing testimony. But God gave me a word of knowledge, working yes. in spiritual gifts. You know, every day I pray, Lord, help me to have the spiritual gifts working in my life. Word yeah. of knowledge, word of wisdom, special faith, working yes. of miracle, gift of healing. You have not because you ask not. This is the You promise. have to ask. This is the promise of the Holy Spirit it is. Yes. That, that God said could be ours. And yes. um, I said recently we were talking about the Holy Ghost and, and uh, you know, uh, the, Holy, the, the, the evidence of speaking in tongues is not necessary to be saved, but why would you want it? How do you go to Walmart without being filled with the Holy <laughs> Ghost anymore? You know? Yeah, yeah, really. Right. But, uh, oh my goodness, I, I could just listen to you guys talk about this all day long. Yes. Um, I can't believe that we are out of time. That just went by, that 30 minutes just flew by. Um, but Carol, ha, is there any testimony that on the children's side of things, when you've been with, when, with, with Rich, has there any, been any testimonies like that? Uh, there's just um, a lot of testimonies with um, just children being saved when we were in Africa yeah. um, and, and being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it, it was just amazing just to watch watch the children there. We weren't there that long, so um, we were able to get relationships with the children. But um, yeah, it was it's just amazing that um, the faith of a child. Yeah, I love working with children. Because they're so strong in their faith. They just simply believe. Yes. Yeah. God said it. They believe it. You know. So I never came in any, any um, place where I had to lay hands on any children. But um, thank God. They, they just <laughs> yeah, received they were, it. They you were, said they it already, and they received it. Yeah. Wow. Healed. Yeah. Wow. This is the living God that we serve. Amen. If this doesn't sound like the God that you're serving right now, or if he doesn't seem to be that active in your life, let us just encourage you to dig deeper. Give him your all and let him be all and see what he'll do in and through you. I think we just nicknamed yes. this uh, podcast, Giving Him Your All. all. Amen. And as you give him your all, there's no telling what God can do. Uh, the Bible says he'll do exceedingly abundantly above yes. all that we could ever think or yes. imagine. Yes. Um, why? Because he has become our all my goodness it is just a um 
a, a treat to have you guys. Um, how can our friends connect with you guys? Are you guys on social media? You have a Facebook? Do you have a website? How can they connect with you guys? Uh, three ways. They can go on Facebook, type in Evangelist Rich Meredith. They can go on YouTube, watch our crusades. A lot of healing testimonies are right on there by typing in Evangelist Rich Meredith. Or they can go on our website, which is harvestevangelisticministries.com. Wow. Miss um, Carol, are you on Facebook? Um, I am not. Okay, no. that's okay. No, I, I, I kind of sneak on Rich's Facebook page. No, but um, nope, I'm not. Okay. That's good. Hey, we'll start with you and then we'll end with uh, Brother Rich. We are called Better Together. The name of the podcast is called Better Together. Who makes your life better because they're in it? Why don't you go ahead and give them a shout out right now? Oh my goodness, there's so many. Yes, it's... Uh, once again, I, I keep saying this, but it's the children. The yeah. children just, they just lift me up. This, that has been the hardest time with this virus, not being able to be around them. I could be around my grandchildren, um, but not all the kids from Kids Church and Aww. just love them so much. And it's just, they, they just, they just fill you up. Oh, Brother Rich, who makes you better because they're in it? Uh, my wife. Oh. I mean, she is really I'm Thanks, totally in love with her. 40 years, and it's not changed. It's only grown better Aww. each day. And she's such a supportive unit to everything I do. So just being with her makes my life better. This is your Thanks, 40th babe. year. You guys are in your 40th year? Yes. Yeah, um, next month will be our uh, 40th anniversary. Well, congratulations. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, we are better together. So make it a point this week to connect with someone Uh Restaurants are opening back up. Grab a cup of coffee with the guys or, or a girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> Connect at church. Uh, speaking of which, um, by this time, we will have already been back to church one week. Uh, if you don't have a church, find a healthy Bible-believing church yes. in your area and check it out. If you are in the Warren, Boardman, Vienna, Liberty, Newcastle, New Wilmington, Columbiana, or Coitsville areas, we would love to invite you to come and hang out with us here at Victory. You can check out our website at vcconechurch.com uh, to find out all of our locations. So thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you back here next week. And don't forget, we, we are, are better, better together. together. <laughs>